It's grandma cheese. Okay, I take that back. I, I have one that I will not eat. sitting around having dinner the other night and my son asked what can you buy on amazon and my wife and i kind of look at you like pretty much anything and he's like even a cloning machine okay no not yet but as soon as they become commercially available yeah you could buy a cloning machine on amazon probably be the first place you can get them after kickstarter so he's all like oh awesome and then we're like wait a second what would you do with a cloning machine and he's like, I'd clone my dad. And he puts his head on my shoulder. I'm like, oh, that's a sweet little moment. And then he continues, and I'll kill the new one and drink his blood. <laughs> I've always wanted to try out cannibalism. A clone sounds like a perfect time to do that. And my daughter's kind of leaning against my wife, who sits on the other side of the table. She's like, I would clone mommy and not kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I get to be the preferable child. Wink. By not <laughs> yeah. killing you. I know how to win this conversation, brother. <laughs> Let me show you how it's done. I'm not going to kill anybody. Laces up her shoes, puts on her wristbands, and hits that layup. <laughs> Says, I got this. And then she showed her weakness, and she's like, what's clone mean? <laughs> means to make a copy of something, so there's two of them. And she's like, oh. And I'll make a thousand mommies. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, 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 hold up. <laughs> that's that's too many. And also, we know from multiplicity, if you do that, you have to make sure you copy the original. You can't copy a copy or it gets way worse. Would put a shirt on her or something so we could keep it straight. Like, OG mommy. Do not clone tattooed on all the other ones. But that's like telling people, you know, don't feed the mogwai after midnight and don't get him wet. That's just setting up the, okay, that's going to happen in the trailer. Like we see, you know, the cloning gets out of hand and they start cloning the wrong one. And soon you've got a an army of deficient mommies. <laughs> and they're used for uh. nefarious purposes. Maybe not by your daughter, but by somebody. <laughs> Somebody will need a clone army. Just thousands of my wife going out to fight a bunch of robots. I could see that. But not my wife, like retarded versions of my yes, wife. Yes, yes, quite lacking versions of your wife. Going back to your son, though. So he just wants it to work out his daddy issues. He wants to murder you, and he needs a legal way to do that, and he thinks making a clone would do that. Apparently, yes. He's jumping the gun all the way to the ethics of, if we kill a clone, is that the same as killing you know the original human being? And he has already decided no. See, that's the one where I'm really going to make sure we know which one's the original. <laughs> if he's only killing my clones, he needs to know I'm not the clone. And the clones are going to say the same thing because the clone's not going to think he's the clone. You're not going to get a clone that's fully clothed. So you're going to have to clothe this clone. So you get to choose what they're wearing. You just make it something that you obviously would never wear and that's got to be the clone. He's an adult with my preferences. He's going to come out with a Hawaiian shirt and a beard. I feel like a clone has to be born as like a blank slate in some way. But if they come out just as you, then yeah, that's a problem. But I mean, that's what happened in a multiplicity too. Also, it's funny that I'm using all of my knowledge from multiplicity <laughs> as the basis for this cloning technology. <laughs> but there's not a lot of good cloning movies though. I mean, there is multiplicity and then I'm trying to think like Jurassic Park, but I'm not going to get cloned into a dinosaur. Well, I mean, if your son had his way, I'm sure you would. <laughs> And then he wouldn't murder you. He'd ride you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Daddy, dinosaur, and son. Adventure! <laughs>
<laughs> so long as I'm not a hadrosaur, I'm for this. If I get cloned as a dinosaur, and if that dinosaur thinks it's me and has my memories, yeah, kill this me. That is a better Steve. <laughs> Tears the OG shirt up. No, 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 no. Murder me. That one's cool. Look how tall it is. You have the opportunity to be raised by a pachycephalosaurus, son. Yeah. You take that chance. He doesn't have to ride the bus to work. He destroys the bus to work. I'll be that one. I'd be so much happier as a dinosaur, too. <laughs> I would smash way more than just the bus that takes me to work. It'd be so much I would just destroy. This is a weird midlife crisis to watch you go through. <laughs> I need to buy a new car and maybe get a new wife. No, no. I just want to be a dinosaur. Son, make it happen. So you need to do what Calvin did. You need to get him a box, put a dial on it, and have it go from off, a human, and then the next setting is dinosaur. Here's the problem, though. As much fun as all that was and as great as all that was... That was all in the boy's imagination. And if I'm just stomping around pretending to be a dinosaur, <laughs> it's the same midlife crisis I have now. Nothing has changed. Nothing is better for me. I'm just going around my office going, I'm about to, to ruin your worldview. I'm, I'm sorry. You're not actually going to become a dinosaur. This is all imaginary. Not with that attitude <laughs> and not with a cardboard box. But with the right technology, it can be done. You just gotta splice some things. You're gonna get a clone that's just you with really short arms. And the arms are like pulled <laughs> up into your torso so the because the bones had to go somewhere and they're like going through your internal <laughs> organs and you're just you just need to kill it as soon as it's born. Well that's fine, that's what my son wants to do anyway. When I was a kid, I just really liked toilet papering. I just loved the rush of giving someone toilet paper. <laughs> Gotta get that high from the two-ply! <laughs> I never felt more alive than when I was wrapping someone's mailbox. Oh my god. Charmin. You... It was just like that. You needed to get out more. What? I was out. I was out and I was alive! <laughs> no, it was amazing. Sniff that Charmin! So me and my two friends wanted to go out toilet paper. And so we snuck out middle of the night and we just kind of dawdled. It was the summer between junior high and high school. We had nothing going on. So we ended up just wandering around our neighborhood in the middle of the night for probably three, four hours with toilet paper, trying to decide who we were going to hit. And so finally we decided who we were going to go. And we're walking to their house. And by this point, it is three in the morning. And we hear someone yell, hey, what are you kids doing? And we had a plan. Like we talked about, if anyone sees us, we're going to say we're walking home from a party. With toilet so we paper. we turned and we like, oh. The toilet paper was hidden, Jason. It's a pretty big roll. Where were you hiding it? My friends were wearing hoodies, so they had them stuffed in those little big front kangaroo yeah, those pouches. little pockets. Like that, you, you were not hiding it. Like you, you absolutely were found out the moment they saw you. Continue. Yeah, so we turned, and we're going to sound like, we're just coming home from a pot, and we realized that standing on the doorstep is a dude in his underwear holding a shotgun. And instantly, your plan goes away at that point because you realize you're dealing with a person who had a moment to decide pants, gun, pants, gun, pants, and they took the gun. <laughs> and so you don't want to argue with this person. So we instantly just like, uh, 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 nothing. We're just going, uh, uh, uh. Like, you sit right there. I'm calling the cops. The cops show up. By this point, the cops are trying to calm him down. His wife is trying to calm him down or at least give him a robe because he refuses to not... Be the angry guy in his underwear brandishing a shotgun at three punks 
who just happened to wander past his house. And, like, he kept saying, they were in my property. They were stealing my chainsaws. Like, And they're like, you stealing this guy's chainsaws? No, we were going to toilet paper his house. Oh, damn it. The best part of this whole thing, that when the cop was taking my, my statement, and so he's like, do you have any weapons or anything like that on you? Like, no. Do you have any contraband, any drugs, anything like that? No. What do you have on you? Well, I don't have a sweatshirt, so I'm not holding anything there. I had to stash my toilet paper down the legs of my sweatpants. Again, not a great place to hide. <laughs> no, 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 not. I agree. But I reached down there and I pulled out like, I have some toilet paper, sir. <laughs> we were young enough that we didn't have to go to court. We just had to face the resource officer of our school in his office. That sounds like somebody who has literally no power. <laughs> because i was someone who committed literally no crime i don't need to face real corn i didn't do anything no but he looked over the charge like okay so we have a curfew violation we have uh in possession of toilet paper after midnight (laughs) looks at the paper looks at me looks at the paper kind of chews on his lip a little bit that's still legal in this <laughs> crosses it off. So on my record, it says, in possession of toilet paper after midnight, crossed out. In my old record. That's expunged. I was a minor. Oh, that is so lame. <laughs> yeah. Like, to, the, the biggest crime there was the guy pointing the shotgun at you and saying, get over here. Absolutely. Having toilet paper and doing nothing with it, that's literally just carrying toilet paper around. But if you did nothing with it and you were thinking about doing it, then yeah, it's like... I might just be really prepared for bad situations. I mean, no, clearly you were going to do it, but you didn't do it. So, I mean, there's nothing they can do. It's not like he said, he bit his lip and crossed it out. It's like, okay, well... Pre-crime. Pre-crime. They, were, they, were, they accused me of a pre-crime. I've been minority reporting. <laughs> this is not... No. No. That's not minority report. You had the toilet paper. You were walking around after midnight with toilet paper. You were clearly not just taking toilet paper back to your family. You don't know that. They don't know that. They'd know that. Also, okay, can we have a moment to do the I'm old cast? I don't understand dick pics. Why? 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 Why is that a thing that people do? Why are you sending a picture of your dick to somebody? That doesn't make any sense. Do people want that? From what I understand, no one wants it. Like, all I ever read about it is like, I hate how many dick pics I get. I would hate any dick pic. Dick pics to me are bears to you. No. That's no. I don't want no, any of them. not. <laughs> don't say that. That's not a comparison you need to make. Why not? They're both things we don't want to see that other people apparently do, but I've never heard anyone be like, man, I need more dick pics. I cannot imagine a world, even if I was growing up like right now, where I would think it was a good idea to try and win over a girl by sending her a picture of my junk. Yeah, it is a unattractive, functional only body part. Yeah. Now, conversely, if a girl sends you a picture of her boobs, it's like, okay, yeah, I would like to see those in private, please. But nobody should be sending any pictures of any of their their private parts. Yeah, genitals just in general are gross. We call it bumping uglies for a reason. Nothing below the waist is great. I've always hated that phrase. <laughs> I think it's the best phrase. Like it makes perfect sense. So disgusting. That's just uh, that that makes you want to not do it ever again. Don't do that to yourself. Oh, it could be so much worse. It could be merging moistness. How about that? Also, I will say that there's no bumping with a with a man and a woman. 
which is, you know, admittedly what I am into personally. So I, I never thought bumping uglies made sense. I actually thought bumping uglies meant two dudes bumping their penis heads together. Because <laughs> what else would that mean? If you're two women, you're not bumping. It doesn't make any sense. They can bump. Well, this scissoring is bumping uglies. If more That's than more anything grinding. Else, That's not bumping. Like bumping really makes sense that you just go boom, boom, boom like this. Jason... I don't know a lot about gay sex, but I'm pretty sure this is not I gay said... sex. Like, you're not trying to fit one into the other. Like, it's not, like, two straws. The strongest one wins. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, used to. Used to think. Obviously not anymore. The phrase doesn't make any sense in the context of what, you know, heterosexual sex is. What if you just went back to back and bumped your buttholes into each other? Buttholes are kind of ugly. Uh, yeah, everything about a butt is pretty ugly. So yeah, that would be close. But then you're just bumping butts. Like people do that. That's not a sexual thing necessarily. <laughs> just bumping <laughs> butts like people do. <laughs> Who bumps butts? What are you talking about? You never see two people like bump butts? Come on. So yeah, I got my way eventually. <laughs> I was pissed off about the situation for no reason. So yeah. what you're saying is you threw a fit so bad that the universe had to rearrange itself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what it was. Whoever was simming my life at that point <laughs> just decided, okay, pause the game. God, dad's being a real asshole. All right, just build a bathroom over here. He's just going to be a little bitch about it. So just put a bathroom up there and you'll... Oh, God, I hate this game. Yeah, that's what happened. This is what happens when you random a character. You like you you get you get a signal. Yeah, you take time with the character creation. You don't just half ass it, otherwise you get me. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm gonna make him really pedantic. It'll be funny. Yeah, it's funny for the first couple hours of gameplay, but after that, you're just stuck with this family that you can't stand. Yeah, he's like he's really creative. Oh, he's he's a good artist, and uh, he has. You know, like very inventive, and I, I God, I don't want to come up with the rest of these. I don't, I, I don't. He hates porta potties. I don't know. <laughs> just yes, finish, finish creation. Okay, just let me play the game. Oh, that would be awesome if Sim, uh, Sims Five had a part of the character creation where you just got to pick like five or six things that your Sim just hates irrationally, and they just like anytime they get next to one in someone else's house, they get mad and throw a fit and kick it, and that'd be great. I mean, I. I haven't played The Sims in a while, but I feel like that's that's kind of the level they've got to. It might be. I haven't played either. Mine was playing it on PS2 and trying to make my person so depressed that they just wouldn't leave the house. <laughs> and yeah, just like wouldn't feed them, wouldn't let them bathe, wouldn't let them go to the bathroom. They would walk out to go to, to go to work and they and they had like no clothes on and they would pee themselves and fall asleep in the bushes. <laughs> like I got these people in a bad situation. Wow. This is interesting because I've read a lot of stories about people playing the sims i think the sims is actually while not a great game is an extremely interesting look into the human psyche and there's a lot that can come from analyzing how people play the sims i think it's quite interesting i've never understood this whole i want to torture my sims thing like what is it about having full control over someone's life makes you want to destroy this person i i think it's just getting to play god it's not like wanting the best for this person, but just like like I said, it's a good study on the person because that just tells you more about me than anything else. Yeah, it's like if I get to control somebody's life, I'm gonna make it miserable. See, I never got that. I was always either trying to make just the coolest house, or you know, bang all the chicks. So maybe that's a, a look into me. 
days are perfect. He would just ruin someone's life if given the chance. This dude, <laughs> party and bang the chicks. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and be rich and successful and try to have a lot of friends. The American dream. I tried to win the game. I can't win this life. Let me win this life. That is the new uh, tagline for Sims. I can't win this life. Why can't I win this life? We made a life you could win. That's the draw of the Sims to me. That's the problem is I have to set a goal. That's why my goal would be to ruin this person's life so they just won't leave the house and they it's dark, but kill themselves. It's in a dark place in college. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a friend who tried to recreate himself and his wife when they were first married perfectly, and he made the mistake of making his wife as mean as he thought she was at the time. And so she would come downstairs and watch him play and like, why am I yelling at you? And so then he had to have that conversation of why he set her meanness to nine out of ten. So when I was living in Australia, we had a couple of old Jewish guys come up to us. And one of them was like, you boys should try Judaism. It's the best. That's a horrible accent, and I apologize for it. What was it supposed to be is my only question. Old Jewish man living in Australia. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what that would sound like either, so go for it. It sounds exactly like that, and I nailed it. It's perfectly appropriate, accurate, and not offensive at all. And his friend's like, I don't know. These guys are pretty old. It's a bit late in life to get the snip. And my friend's like, actually, most Americans are circumcised. And they're like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) So we had a wonderful little talk about how they should focus their efforts more on Americans because we don't have that barrier to entry that most Australians do. Oh, you know that hard part about being a Jew? It's done! (laughs) Care of it. All that's that's required now is a basic change in your fundamental beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) part of your penis is already gone so yeah like as you get into parenthood and people are like man should i circumcise my child and they're like debating back and forth i'm like yes because you never know they at some point might want to be jewish and you've just made that way easier for them yep that's that's the part that's important son someday you may wish to be jewish (laughs) snip I I just want your options to be open to you. I don't want you to feel like, man, I really have had this deep spiritual awakening, but I don't want anyone cutting off my ding dong. So, you know what? I cut it off for you. Okay, let's let's first be clear about what involves cutting off your ding dong. (laughs) You're cutting off part of your ding dong. Yeah, they're they're removing a part, yes. Because at a certain point in my life, I did not know what that meant. (laughs) I got my my knowledge on circumcisions from Robin Hood Men in Tights. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where where uh, Mel Brooks, you know, puts the carrot in the guillotine and, like, slices it off. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That would be the worst. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> I hope that never happens to me. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know what I, – I, I was still learning at that point. I was coming into my own. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, boys, look down. Can you see it all? You're circumcised. There you go. Now everyone should know. Great ad campaign. Just put your posters up in urinals all over the place. (laughs) Boys, look down. Can you see it all? You may be overweight. Or what we call obese. (laughs) Or Jewish. We don't know. (laughs) We're not scientists here. We're a poster. We can't do much. Yeah. The main point is, we're looking at your penis right now. (laughs) But it's okay. We're a poster. Posters can look at penises. It's all right. Yes. It's in the the laws. Check it. It's what Farrah Fawcett's seen so many. (laughs) 
first I didn't get that, and I was like, okay. But Farrah Fawcett's <laughs> not in bathrooms, so... No, no, but she's... A lot of people have looked at that poster, and if that poster's looking back, it's seen a lot of Wang. Outside of that, <laughs> I was going to say, if they are... If they are trying to market to non-Americans, I think get the snip is a good hashtag to have for their campaign. <laughs> no, that's a bad one. It's an instant reminder up front of what you have to give up. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. That's I, I, it, It's very marketable, I should say. Not not in the way that it sounds like something you want to do, but it just it it you know rhymes and it's 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 it, it would be a great slogan for a hair cutting salon slash moil service. The difference between a regular bowler and a person who takes bowling way too seriously is amazing, and yet it's not. Like, at the end of the day, you're still just knocking down pins that are over there. I mean, yeah, but there's technique to it and everything. My favorite is the people that either were in a league and now they're not, but they're clearly going to show off when they go out with, like, the church youth group. Or mm-hmm. they always wanted to be in a league but never joined, but they can still, you know, pull down 200 easy on every game. Those are my favorite people. I am glad to not be any of those. My favorite people are the ones who are learning how to do the don't use the the finger holes version but aren't good at it yet because they just look like they're so stupid and they don't know how bowling works yeah it's like that's clearly not working for you why don't you just use the holes like everybody else no yeah i've seen people make it work and once once you get it and it curves it's pretty neat oh yeah but until you get that you're just throwing the ball the wrong way into the gutter and you look stupid yeah, there's no curve to it you just look like an idiot and that's the thing about bowling. If you want to get good at, like, baseball and you want to do something, you can just take the ball in the backyard and throw it against Unless you're super rich, you have to go out in public and practice bowling. You can roll a ball towards some bottles or something. Yeah, but that's not going to get you doing the, the twirly flick thing. The twirly flick thing. That's the, that's the actual uh, technique. That's what they call it. I don't know what it's called. You put the ball in your armpit and you kind of go, and it spins and it goes right up and it's like i'm gonna fall in the gutter no i'm gonna go in for a strike it's on your armpit it's in your elbow pit that's armpit junior armpit junior my daughter was asking me the other day what that was called i'm like nobody knows <laughs> i know armpit junior go tell your daughter sure yeah that works i guess this will be so. another one of those amazing things she learns from uncle steve vicariously through you I'll tell you another thing that I couldn't explain and I still can't and I don't understand it now that I've had it brought up to me by a six-year-old. So we call these armpits. Yep. Why don't we call these leg pits instead of just crotch? I do call those leg pits. <laughs> that, that... You call it your leg pits? Oh, man, my leg pits are totally sweaty. Well, look, it's pit because you only have one of them. So, yeah, there's there's your crotch, which is the front region. Then there's your butt. And then the taint is the leg pit. Uh, that taint leg pit. Okay, so so then so then behind your knees is that what you call the the leg pit junior? That's the leg pit junior, yeah. Because that just sounds so stupid. <laughs> it sounds like you're 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 failing to say something that's supposed to be in French. <laughs> what leg no, pit I... junior? No, it's pronounced <laughs> le pit junior. I don't know. That sounds like something you would spritz on your face. I could see Le Pit Junior being a, <laughs> oh. a, a, a very popular fragrance, and it the smells like smell. leg pit. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's no lepit, but it's bad. <laughs> it's it, it's musky. It's got some some musk to it. Speaking of musk, that's a bowling alley. Yeah. Why do bowling alleys smell like that? Because you sweat. You do sweat when you bowl, especially if you're you know your armpit maybe your armpit junior if you're a junior chucker. But I don't 
break a sweat when I bowl. I don't either because I don't try that hard. But you know the people that do, I've I've seen them. You know, oh, sweat. I just figured it out. You know what does sweat when you bowl? Your fingers, and you finger sweat so much in those tiny holes. And then your finger sweat mixes in with my finger sweat, and it mixes in with that guy's finger sweat, and that produces the smell. That's what we're smelling when you walk into a bowling alley. Finger sweat in holes. That yeah, is that's all uh, that smell is. Oh, that's a oh, that's not something I like thinking about. And then you go and you breathe that in, and then you order chili cheese fries. I was gonna say, yeah, then you get the chili cheese fries, and you say like, this is a good idea. <laughs> It's okay, you had the hairdryer blow it off a little bit first, so you're totally safe. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Oh,